Hi, friend. Hello. How are you? Child almost burnt. Okay, fine. So, have you ever, do you ever sometimes when you're cooking, like, store things in the oven and then forget about them? No. Okay, well, I'm at my mom's house right now, and I decided, I said, okay, I'm going to make her something. So, I went ahead, and I saw, I opened it, I saw one pan was in there, I took it out. This other, and then I go ahead, and she asked me, she said, did you take everything out of the oven? I'm like, yes, girl, I saw the pan is right here. So, as I move on to going about my business, and I'm ready to put the chicken in the oven, Ta-da! To my surprise, there's a black pot in the back blending in. So now I'm afraid to open the oven because I'm like, if I open the oven, then the smoke detector's going to go off. This is just ridiculous. You know how, like, black people, like, you know, who like yeah. to store things in the oven, like it's another <laughs> cabinet or something like that? <laughs> Why are we like that? I don't, you know something? I don't know, like, and I do wonder if, like, white people do that too. And it's funny because... My mother-in-law was at her house, and she went to make something. She turned the oven on, and she just walked away, not thinking anything. You know, you preheat, and she opened it up. And she said, why did y'all put stuff in the oven? And, I, like, we just looked at each other, and I was just like, yo, like, she said, black people always do it. And I said, you know what? You're right. And we did it like we didn't have any other place to store it, and we did. It's just, you know, that's just where it needed to go. I didn't need it no more. I put what I needed on a little piece of foil, and I took it off the foil, and I went in about my business. So here we are. <laughs> so how has your week been, friend? Oh, friend. This was my week off, and it's been okay. We're basically going through the process of, um, you know, trying to refinance and buy my grandmother's house out. So we went and did our little home inspection. Girl, I feel like I'm buying a whole new house. Like, it is crazy. So what's the process? I mean, this you are now officially a homeowner. homeowner I'm a homeowner, think- but not necessarily a homeowner to the bank because it's not in our name yet, but it will be soon. Mm. So I know you said that you wanted to do some like renovation in the house and stuff like that. So how do you come about that? Do you just look and be like, oh, this is what I want? Or do you bring somebody in like they do on TV and say, okay, we could do this with this space, this with that space? Like, well, what do you do? that would be like um, an interior decorator or designer or contractor. For mm-hmm. me, I'm going based off how old the home is and how small the fucking kitchen <laughs> is, okay? If only right, one person can be in the kitchen at one time, that is a problem because I'm not about to sit here and be doing all the, the work as far as cooking. Like, it's crazy. I'm just going to go on a quick tangent real quick. Okay, so okay. back in December, I like to decorate my house, so... We stay in the basement, so we use the basement door. <clears throat> I put a nice little cute Christmas wreath up, and it was so cute, girl. It was so cute. Now, fast forward to April. Okay, so I forgot. We don't use that door anymore. I forgot that it was there. <laughs> so we opened the door to change out uh, washers and dryers because we got a new set. Why is there a bird's nest there with eggs in there? Are you serious? With eggs. Did you okay? leave them alone? I put them back. I didn't realize that they were here. They were sitting on the bed for like a good two hours because we had ran to the store. Bitch, I disinfected the shit out of my bed. Anyway, it is May. You're like a bird grandma. Yes. like a bird grandma. It is May. These motherfuckers have hatched and all they do is chirp. Okay? They chirp. I don't want to hear that shit. Okay? (laughs) They chirp when they don't need to be chirping. 
They need so to be what quiet. Do you want them to do? Just to be quiet? I want them to shut up when I'm trying to sleep. Are your, are your children quiet? Ma'am, that is totally different. <laughs> How dare <laughs> They're babies. Well, nah. bird, bird, bird grandma are saying. Nah, I want that shit. Bird grandma? <laughs> Oh my goodness. Leave him alone. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So it has been a while since I've gone down um a YouTube slash Instagram wormhole, but I did. Okay. I did. Where are we at now? Okay, so don't do that, friend. So I did go ahead and I looked up once more my crocodiles in people's houses and snakes in people's houses. Here we go. But don't do that. Do not do that. But I found myself, I don't even know what I was looking at, but you know what? Mukbang? Mukbang. What the fuck is a mukbang? Mukbang. That's something like a bad hairdo. (laughs) So they're videos where people eat food. What? Slash ASMR. Don't really know what that stands for, but people eat foods and you watch them. And then in addition to them eating like different foods, they also like, they'll have their microphone turned on so you can hear them like chewing and stuff. I know it's really crazy, but I, I was looking on my computer for like two hours, and in my quest of it, I found this Asian girl, and like, she just eats like the wildest thing, so she eats like octopuses, she was like getting real festive with her crab dips and her lobsters and stuff like that, and then I found this black lady, and she, she calls herself the ASMR, like, goddess or queen or mother or whatever it is that she calls herself but she specializes in like eating pickles on the thing what i know like and so i was in the house and we you know you have like the bluetooth and all of a sudden it came on and kumai was just like what in the heck and i was just like no no, no don't turn it off don't turn it off let me listen let me listen so that is where i spent two hours of my um friday evening i was listening to that to them eat, Alex? Yes, I always like the sound of, I know it's, I told you it's a, it's a wormhole I went down, but I've always liked the sound of, like, crunchy food, of when people eat it. Well, if that's the case, all you gotta do is call me. Like, but specifically, like, crunchy stuff, so, like, when people eat pickles. Chips? Or, like, when people eat chips. The kettle chips is real hard? Chip, you have to put the whole chip in your mouth because it makes a particular crunch. What the fuck? Okay. I'm about to send it to you. Don't no, 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 friend. I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen those big ass microphones and people going in close to bite a goddamn pickle and shit. But I've never, I never thought in my wildest, ancient mama dreams that you would be one of those people. Yes, I told you. Like, I like I had to get off, and I was just like, Alex, you were doing too much. So I got off, and you know, it's that. Okay, now, tell so. Me what, tell me what happened in Oklahoma. No. Before we get there, I want to tell you about my rabbit hole of Facebook. Oh, you have a rabbit hole. Okay, go ahead. Yes. I'm ready. My rabbit hole is Facebook. Once I start watching a video, then the rest of the shit just start playing out of nowhere. So I came across this vegan black lady. Her name is Tabitha Brown. I don't know if you're familiar with her or not. Yes, friend. somebody just sent me a video of her. I love her. Like, her spirit is so pure and just so southern and i love it so you know me over here thinking i can go vegan and crap it ain't happening no time soon but i'm just like maybe i could do it maybe it's part of my spirit 
But I just love her. Like, the way she talks, the way she does her little cooking videos and the little saying that she says at the end, if you can't have a good day, um, don't you go, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's day. Mm. I think a lot of the people need to hear that. So, okay, so she's a vegan. So is she a chef? She's not a chef. So she was sick for, she says, a year and seven months. She was having, like, really bad migraines or headaches or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. And she started, she did a 30-day vegan challenge with her whole family. She ended up um, feeling better after doing the vegan challenge. So she just decided to continue eating like that. So she has a daughter named Joyce. Her mm-hmm. and Joyce end up being the only two vegans in the family. And the husband and the son are, um, they, they eat meat. So she doesn't force it on them, but she just feels better. And I was like, well, damn, maybe if my ass, you know, could focus on just eating vegetable, maybe I could lose some weight. I mean, not even making it about weight, just about like, like trying to do something healthy for myself. A lifestyle change. Right. Because I suffer from, I have high blood pressure and I don't want to have, you know, I don't want to continue to take pills for the rest of my life. I don't want to be codependent on just taking blood pressure medicine. So I've been trying to find, right. like, alternative, natural ways of doing things. I've even gone to the extreme, like, when it comes to, like, natural. I have, um, like, an allergy to aluminum. Really? So, you know, like, in deodorant. If you didn't know, regular deodorant has aluminum in it. Mm-hmm. So I have an allergy to aluminum. I didn't know this until one day I put on deodorant and my fucking armpit swelled up like a fucking bumblebee. Like somebody, like a bee stung me or something. So I have to use like organic stuff. So now that I use the organic deodorant, I found organic pads. And I noticed. I've seen that, yes. I've noticed when I use organic pads and I'm not saying that, you know. This is this is just speaking for me that I don't cramp when I use organic pads. So since this is a good rabbit hole, and sorry guys, I'm trying to turn this oven. Um, so when you mentioned that there was a black woman, and I think we spoke about it, Honey Pot, several weeks, Honey Pot, yes, a black woman, and she has made um, an organic line of um, feminine products, and it's so funny that you say that because. I actually also switched over to organic deodorant and not because I'm allergic to anything, but I noticed like when it came around time to do my cycle, I would get lymph nodes under my arm. Mm. So I was just like, well, maybe if I swap my deodorant, it'll make a difference. And it absolutely has. Now I will say this organic natural stuff. It doesn't work the same way that regular deodorant does. I mean, it does its job, but um, I would just always keep it on deck just in case. And then number two with the pads, I also, I'm trying to now, I want to finish up my box of always that I have, and I do want to swap to using um, organic stuff, because I just feel, I don't know, I'm, I'm starting to be about, uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more mindful about what, what's going into my body and exactly. things that are going on my skin. So it's interesting that you brought that up. But the vegan thing, nah, friend, I can't. I, I love cheese too much. Right, well, they have vegan cheese. They have no, vegan, vegan cheese. Vegan cheese is nasty as shit, friend. It is. Okay. No. Okay. Have you well. tried it? Hmm? Have you tried it? What, vegan cheese? Uh-huh. No, I haven't, but I do want to, like, slowly get into doing 
just trying to do like a whole different lifestyle change like we talked about but mm-hmm. I, like I said I am doing like certain things like the deodorant and the organic pads and natural hair you better go ahead um, so yeah this is probably going to be gone soon I'm going to get my hair done I have a hair <laughs> appointment because I cannot do this anymore oh, it looks good oh. nice and healthy girl it's, but no, I definitely get what you. I, I definitely uh, get what you mean, and not to knock any of the vegans. The cheese that I'm specifically speaking of, I think it was called like Daya cheese. I have had almond milk cheese, and that was okay. But the Daya cheese was very much. Um, ugh, it just... I'm sorry. That's an almond milk. First of all, it's nasty, and an almond milk cheese. <laughs> Ew. So what they squeeze the almonds to make? Mi- I don't want to. You know what? I don't. I don't, don't want to hear it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel I, like I that's the that it's the Skittles commercial with the giraffe and the giraffe is being milked for Skittles. I don't understand, friend. I'm sorry. It's okay. Sorry, anyway, I know you wanted to hear about Oklahoma, but let me start with um. So it's a program to forgive um federal and private loans obtained by medical professionals mm-hmm. in the healthcare field who work during COVID nineteen. Are you for this? Like they're going to plan their their plan is to forgive to forgive the loans. Well, first and foremost, you know I'm all for forgiving a student <laughs> loan of any kind. You know, as many things as people hack into, no one has gotten the sense to hack into uh, Nelnet Federal Student Service Loans. Sally May, no one's come up with that genius idea. Um, but no, I'm all for it. But I don't want it to just. I definitely think COVID or not, I definitely think that medical professionals or emergency professionals, period, should have their student loans forgiven, whether you are a police officer, a fighter fighter, a nurse, a doctor, whatever the case is. So, like, if you work in that realm of people, I definitely think that your student loans should be forgiven entirely. Um, So that's my opinion on that. But I hate in this conversation that we also don't talk about the other essential workers who are the persons who work at the grocery stores, who are the people who work, you know, the truck drivers and things like that. So do they talk about any relief for them as well or just medical staff? So right now it's just medical staff. And speaking of relief, sis, did you hear today they're planning and hoping to pass another stimulus check? So you would get essentially $1,200. And if you had a dependent, that'll be another $1,200 per dependent. Let me shout on that because I need me another stimulus check. Girl, okay. okay. <laughs> Let me tell you, I do too, but I'm just praying that everybody that has filed for unemployment truthfully gets their money because I know somebody personally that is being affected by COVID-19 and not being able to work and, you know, she's not able to pay her rent. And, I mean, I'm people are um, landlords and... and uh, property managers are being, you know, mindful of this, but at the same time, at the end of the day, when all this is said, done, and over with, yeah. they're going to want their money. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't think they planned for so many people to file for unemployment. Which and is why it's important that you know who you're voting for. Exactly. And not even for your president. I mean, also for your president. But you want to look at the people that you're voting into house, the people you're that are passing the bills and the con. Like you want to, you want to pay attention to these things. And mm-hmm. I think that needs to go back into the education part, back into school. Because I'm gonna be quite honest with you. Yes, I took history and all that other stuff, but I think they should have a, a class 
dedicated just to like the politics of I think the world. local politics yeah yeah I think too though with the and from my understanding with the unemployment just from people that I know who've had to do it um what it is is that you have previously when you use unemployment like you know you have to go ahead and you have to call in at whatever time I think there's like a designated day and you have to report yes I did applications and you still have to say yes it is that I am unemployed and I do still need the services However, because there is such an overload of people who are filing for unemployment, what they're now doing is that it's going by your last name. So you have a particular day. So my last name being O, o starting with, last name turning with an O, um, <laughs> I'd, have, <laughs> I'd have to file on another on a particular day. Your last name starting with another letter, letter, you'd have to file on a particular day. And I've heard people say that they've literally been kicked out of the system, and it's been like a process that's taken hours and hours. And I don't know if the backlog of them not getting the money out is because they don't have enough workers, we run it out of money, but I have heard several people say that they have not received their unemployment. Right, and we're in May at this point. And this has been going on since what? February? Yeah. Late February. Nobody really knew about it in February. If you weren't really watching the news, if you weren't really into like the politics and everything you didn't really know about it until March right and but, the thing too is um I don't know if you saw but President Trump I mean not President Trump Lord um President Obama who will always be my man my POTUS um, he <laughs> went ahead and he <laughs> he went ahead and he delivered the commencement speech for the 2020 graduates and he was throwing some shade <laughs> at Trump and he was speaking on the importance of, you know, why it is that you vote and, you know, saying that, you know, we are in this pandemic because certain persons didn't do what they needed to do. And they said, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how much power you have. It doesn't mean anything when everybody, when people are around you that are dying and they're sick, they're sick and they're hungry and they're dying. So that's just something to put into perspective. Do you think their loans should be forgiven? Who? Whose loans? Medical professionals. Anybody that had to work through the pandemic. If they have any type of student loans, I think all of their loans should be forgiven. Mm-hmm. Because agree. my sister is an essential essential employee and she works for a cable company. Mm-hmm. That's not healthcare and that's not fair. She had to work. So why not give it to everybody that had to work during the pandemic? Right. But anyway, it's you wanted to know. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you tell me about... No, I was just saying it's nerve-wracking, but go ahead and tell me what happened in Oklahoma with McDonald's. Okay, so a local McDonald's in Oklahoma City turned into a food, a fast food restaurant into a crime scene when two employees and a third was injured after a female customer allegedly became so in, enraged after learning that she cannot dine in due to the coronavirus. Alex, what the fuck is wrong with people? First of all, what was she? They she don't. Can... They don't provide the race. Unfortunately, you know, I would say it sounds careless, but all of us have been cutting up. It, but girl, it's McDonald's. Take your take your stuff and eat at home. I don't understand. I, I don't understand why people are arguing about where they can eat, and you can eat at home. You can eat in your car. You're putting other people. People are putting their themselves you know, at risk and their families at risk having to go ahead and serve you and then you want to cut up over some McDonald's? Really? (laughs) 
Are you serious? Yeah. No, I have had to turn up in my mind, in my car by myself at McDonald's when they ran out of the chocolate chip cookies. However. Lord, I've don't be like that video. <laughs> I've never been so pressed to want to go ahead and go in a place and then have police call, have police call on me. Like, that's not, it's not a thing. I want to know if she, if she was a Karen. I'm pretty sure. Oh, baby girl, I'm pretty sure she is. But moving on to New York City. So I have family in New York City. My mom is from New York City. My grandfather, like all my mom's side, the family is from New York City. So I don't feel bad for saying this, but New York City is dirty. Okay. Oh, God. Straight up and down. Just dirty. So I guess after it says for the first time in 115 years in history, New York City had just got their first cleaning on the train. On the train. The train system just got clean. Like, all the carts in 115 years. Are you serious? Okay, so first of all, ew. Ew, right? Mm. 150 years, and, like, I'm a person, like, I used to take the Greyhound when I was traveling home from Maryland to Connecticut all the time. But then, I don't know what's been going on with me, but over the past couple of years, I've been, like, really, really, like, weary of germs and other people. Although we always should have been, but I feel like I'm seeing more so now. And I always, like, think, like, and even on a plane, like, oh, I don't want this touching me, or oh, I don't want to touch me. Because you don't know who sat here, who on farted in this seat, who on pissed in this seat, who the clothes wasn't clean, they got bed bugs. But 150 years? Yes. That's disgusting. Like the train, it it was shut down, of course, because of, let me see, 9-11, I want to say because of, let me get back to the article, where is it? So while New York City subways have been shut down because of the weather, Hurricane Katrina 2011 and the Hurricane Sandy in 2012, this time is the first time officially it has been a shutdown where they have had time to physically clean all the carts. First of all, well, yes, I agree this should have had happened because New York right now has, has seemed to have the biggest hit in the pandemic with all the deaths and different things of that sort. But good Lord. But you know what is also interesting what I'm finding in these big cities? So New York, New Orleans specifically, in D.C., they've been saying that it is so scarce in the amount of people that are there that the mice are going crazy. The mice and the rats are going crazy. And that, this was also on my rabbit hole venture on YouTube, um, but they were saying that it's to the point where the park rats are running out of food and they're going to be turning cannibal, cannibalistic towards one another because they're running out of food. Because really? people aren't out on the street. You know how nasty that is? Mm. Ugh, it's so gross. But um, in some more disheartening news, and this has been a big story, like, have you been following the Ahmad Arbery case that took place in Georgia? I have not. I'm just, I just don't know what to say. Like, my condolences to the family and everything, but it's crazy. But this has been going on for so many years. So many years, just wrongful deaths, 
white people feeling in power where they can jump out of their character and just, well, not even out their character because if you have the balls and the audacity to just walk up to somebody and shoot them, that is your character. That is who you are. Mm-hmm. So not even mm-hmm. to say to jump out of their character, but to just to feel comfortable enough to just go ahead and shoot an innocent person as he's jogging. Are you kidding me? Yeah, and for people who don't know, um, Ahmaud Arbery, I think, I want to say he was like maybe, what, 24, 25 years old. He was a black man who was gunned down while jogging in his neighborhood by two. It was a father and son. Um, one of them, the father was a former policeman. And I believe his son also worked for the apartment, but he wasn't a police officer as well. And there was actual video footage of, um, on the video, you see Ahmad, he's running. And it looks like the two gentlemen, where well, one of the gentlemen hops out of the pickup truck. And a dispute ensues. And he goes ahead and he shoots him. I want to say about three or four times. What happened was was that this occurred in February and no arrest had been made. So finally, here we are in the month of May. And after the outpour of everything that was going on, um, they've finally been arrested. And then the man, the 911 call, the 911 calls have been released. And he claims that um, this is the guy who's been in our surveillance tape. This is the guy who's been in our neighborhood breaking into people's places at night. And I'm going to get him and do a citizen's arrest and so forth and so forth. And let me just say this. If you ain't on that clock, if that's not your jurisdiction, I'm a little bit confused. That's number one. Number two, I don't see, let's say, for example, he was the person who went ahead and broke into the place. Why didn't you just call the police officers and let that be that? Why did you then take it in your hand to go ahead, get your truck, get... See, see where he was going, get in your vehicle, load it up with your guns, then stop and then get out of your vehicle and then proceed to chase him and then go ahead and to shoot him in broad daylight. Like, if that is not white privilege, I don't know what is. And it reminds me of the George Zimmerman and Trayvon Martin case where it was considered a senior ground. They told him to stop. George Zimmerman was not anybody's police officer. He took it upon himself to go ahead and murder this man. Um, and you know that he got off. So I am curious to see where this goes and it just says to me that although we've come a long way as people we've still got a lot more that we need to do and i know that people were running and uh running in solidarity with ahmad and i remember like that day just being so infuriated and i'm just seeing these white men just in the neighborhood and they're just jogging i'm just like wow like you know they never have to stop and think for a moment that you know jogging while white is a thing that it's a problem so i'm definitely going to be following up on that case I am disgusted. I am disturbed. And even though they've finally been arrested, I want to make sure that it pursues on. I know that bail was denied for them. Um, So I'm curious to see where this case goes. I truly am. It is like so beyond me that we are the most hated race, but everybody wants to be like us. (laughs) You want our hips. You want our lips. You want our ass. You want our men. But you don't want our problems. Hmm. You better respect. <laughs> <laughs> you better respect that, friend. That's just like basketball player and ex-husband of Monica. Uh, Monica Shannon Brown. Apparently, some Karen and her husband were in the neighborhood and they were walking. They claimed there was a for sale sign. They saw or noted that the door was open and they went in there. And then they claimed that Shannon Brown went ahead and said, "Yeah, go ahead, come in here." And he shot at them. He tells a different story. What? So he was arrested. Yes, he was arrested and booked. Um, I'm not sure. I-, I believe he got off on bond, but it's just one of those things where that doesn't even make the- sense. 
that's what I'm saying. Does he get to claim the stay in your ground law as well? Does he get to claim that? No, because he's black. Because he's a black man. Black man. But the man. fact that you thought that you could just walk up in their house. And not, you know I like to go to somebody's open house. Okay, I ain't behind the house. I like to go. But someone is typically there to greet you at the door. Right, an agent. An agent. Okay. Um. So you know how they like to talk about Yelp. You know, folks like to do Yelp. It's an application on your phone or your computer where you go to a place and you're able to leave a review. TripAdvisor has them. Google has them. But now there is a Yelp-like service for women of color. Um, what? Yes, girl. For women of color, so as they're going through the um their pregnancy and they're going to different doctors and providers. So what the application does is that they're able to go ahead and it's not just for black providers, but let's say, for example, I'm an expectant mother and you're an expectant mother and maybe I'm looking for, I went to a doctor and I didn't have the best experience and I know you're looking for one. I'm able to go ahead and I'm essentially able to share my experience, rate, like, hey, you should go to this doctor, you shouldn't go to that doctor, whatever the case is. So it's a review system, its own little Yelp for women um black and brown women okay think about that i like that at first i wasn't really quite i didn't know where you were going with this i thought this was like a review on black women because of dating or something like that but Mm -hmm. just just to hear that it's about doctors and black women's health that is very important because when i was pregnant with my son um when i went to go deliver at a specific hospital I was complaining of difficulty breathing. Like I was having, I was panicking. I couldn't breathe. They did not care. Like I was asking for oxygen. If it wasn't for my husband being in the room with me and my mother-in-law, I don't even think that anybody was going to give me any type of oxygen to help me. Hmm. Like black women, we are, as far as like giving birth and different things like that, as far as healthcare, we are overlooked. We don't, they don't believe mm-hmm. anything that we say if we're in pain or swelling or anything like that. So when I had my daughter, I had a better experience. I went to a different hospital and mm-hmm. um, I kind of like passed out a little bit. Like I could mm-hmm. hear, I can hear my husband call my name and I can hear, I can hear everybody call my name, but I, I it, was, it was like a out of body experience. Like I could not respond. I can respond in my head but I just could not move my mouth like I blacked out for like a Mm -hmm. good I want to say maybe 10 seconds but the nurse's response at that hospital was so positive and just she was so she was moving fast very quick like it it Mm -hmm. was just it was just beyond me like at the the first hospital, I couldn't even get anybody to pay attention to me to understand mm-hmm. that I could not breathe. And just to go to a whole different hospital the next following year and have my daughter and right. to see that I'm being taken care of, I, I wish I had my son at that hospital. It's so, scary because they say that black women are four to five times more likely to die yes. during childbirth. And one thing that I always say and just, you know, black people, period, as a whole, in general, specifically men, you know, they don't like to go to the doctors. A lot of people don't like to go until, you know, I'm feeling pain, and then a lot of times at that point, it's too late. And I always encourage people to, like, if you can, bring someone with you, go. You need to have an advocate, because no one knows your body like you know your body. And I think a lot of times people get in the mindset of, oh, you know what, um, the doctor knows best. Like, yes, the doctor has their medical training, but you know your body. 
And I think that it terrifies me. I know a lot of people are now, especially women of, women of color and a couple of my friends who just recently had babies, they're getting doulas now. And the doulas have, their research and study is showing that like doulas um, are being beneficial and we're starting to see like a lower, um, a decrease in the deaths between black and brown women. And I think it's just crazy that you think that they, you know, you go into this hospital and here you are and you are, I imagine, in the worst pain of your life, you're delivering a child. And then to tell a medical professional, hey, something's not right. And they just overlook you because they think, oh, well, she's black or brown. She doesn't know what's going on. They're coming in here with this whatever insurance, yada, yada, yada. And they try to downplay you. My advice to people is always this. When you get in that hospital, if you're feeling that bad, you better show out. I've been like, I can't breathe. I'm about to fall out. I'm about to do this. I'm about to do that. And if you do go to the hospital, you do go somewhere, I always encourage people, bring an advocate with you if you can, or let somebody know that you're going. And don't be afraid to be like, let me get the provider's name. Let me know what's going on with this. And even down to the point where sometimes I have to feel like, um, like you said, I'm a black woman. I'm well aware of this, that, and the third, but I know my body. So let us figure out what's going on. But I did not know that happened to you, actually. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. What if your husband wasn't there? That's what I'm saying. If he wasn't there both times, like, well, not, not both times, the first time. He was, he was, of course, he was there the second time, but I, the nurse was there, and she was willing mm-hmm. to listen to me and take care of me, so. But, yeah, it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. Yo, mm-hmm. so, okay, so you do you know, this is not on the agenda. I just want to talk about this really quickly because I think she's funny but stupid. Um, Kaya, are you familiar oh, with Kaya? My, my neck. neck. My, my back. back. The song I was not allowed to sing when I was in the sixth grade. Yes, I do remember her. Okay. <laughs> so she has a lot of drama surrounding her. So I guess the conversation in a nutshell was she was talking to somebody about um, Instagram. You know how they're having the Instagram battles where they're battling certain artists. And mm-hmm. she was like, well, who would go up? Ag-? She was like, well, who would go up against me? And I guess the person said Trina. So everybody know Trina is, um, she was with Trick Daddy and that's how she got her start. So Kaya was like, you know, Trina, okay, well, let's see what Trina can do. And I guess she was saying some bad things about Trina. So Trina responded, if you don't have some hits or any records, how can we battle? I'm not coming off my, my, um, what did, what did she say? I want to say pedestal. But basically saying, you know what? Let me let me not say what she said, and let me let me play it for you, if you haven't heard. Oh, it. you got audio? Okay, fine. Uh, yes, I do. Who do you think you are, girl? Audio? Hello, Instagram. Thank you. <laughs> let let me find it first, sis, because and I thought you had it ready. I do. Hold on, wait. Okay. I'm a queen. This is called royalty over here. Okay, I'm not stepping off my throne to address no bum. No chicks that are beneath me, and nobody that has not worked as hard as I worked for anything. So when you girls or whatever you want to be are calling my name, you want to battle, you want to do all this, first of all, make sure you have 10 hits. Make sure you have enough records. Make sure you're on my level if you think you want to go toe-to-toe with me, because you cannot, okay? Let's make that very clear. Everybody knows me. Okay, so that's Trina's response to Kaya, but this is the conversation that Kaya had. Um, so what they doing? They singing or they just playing their songs? I, I'm not. I don't know what's going on. What are they doing? Are they singing or they just playing their hits? 
No, they're just playing their, their records, so they're battling back to back with their, their records, like previous Ooh, records. I want somebody to do. Who want to try me like that? Who? fan and I'm not knocking anybody that is a Kaya fan but she got 280 hits okay so Where? I don't know anybody who's a Kaya fan let me just say that <laughs> second of all I do remember another song she did a song with Jenna Jackson called So Excited I did like that song um however I feel like Kaya was just trying to be funny I hope she was just trying to be funny because I don't know what she thought that was but I'm really, I'm really big on being able to stay in your lane. And I don't think she stays in her lane, ever. Okay, so let me play you the response that Kaya had to what Trina said. Okay. So make it make sense to me. What are you having a hard time getting off of? The powder? The lips trick that you rolled in on? Because well, nobody knew know you if it wasn't for TWD because you ain't been south. You ain't had not man hit. Kaya's response to Trina. (laughs) Wait, wait. I'm not done. Kaya has said a lot more. So, you know how people are making OnlyFans accounts, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so, newly married with newlyweds, um, Safari and Erica uh, Mena, they made Mm -hmm. OnlyFans accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's play Kaya's what Kaya has to say about this. Let's talk about a goddamn What are your thoughts, friend? Um, 
Yeah. I think Kaya's bored. I was getting ready to say that. She's, she's bored. And why she's minding the business of other folks and their babies and then choosing to breastfeed or not breastfeed is beyond me. And the way that people are paying their bills is beyond me. I, I, I don't. There's no part of me that understands or comprehends that. But you know what? Some people are bored. So more power to it. Girl. That's your girlfriend? Who? You a you a Kyle C? No, like I I was confused. Okay, y'all was confused too. <laughs> oh my god. Girl. Okay, friend. Do you have any other announcements today for us? I do not. Anything else we need to talk about or discuss? You know what? You sent me something that that budget thing with the with the black guy. Oh. No, wait, girl, that's a whole nother deep dive. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say that because that was real good. That was really good. I want you to watch the video first. Did you watch it? I did. Okay. All right. So real quick, this man went ahead. He's an actor. And he wrote a post and he was saying that he um, went on a date with this woman. And when he goes on dates with women, he goes ahead and he has particular budget. And because he says he's not going to be breaking the bank for just a couple of dates for not to go anywhere. So after the first date, the woman went ahead and texted him, and she reached out. She was just like, hey, um, next time we go out, can we go to X, Y, and Z this place? I guess this place is a little bit more expensive. So then the man went ahead, and he said to her, he says, maybe um, he says maybe later on down the road, it's kind of out of my budget right now. If we get past the second, however many dates, we can go ahead and we can go on. So he said he claims that he never heard from her again. He said he would hit her up. He would call her text, but she didn't answer. So then... Out of the blue, she hits him up and says, hey, I saw you on TV. Do you hmm. still want to uh, go out to eat at that restaurant? Um, I My thought is I'm glad God didn't make me a man. And because I wouldn't be paying for nothing. But I'm not in the dating realm, but I do think it's important to have boundaries. And I think that her, that's her speaking volumes to the fact that she wasn't okay and to me, that makes the most logical sense. And in my mind, if you want to go that bad, sis, you pay for it. Right. Or offer to go half on it. What do you think? I, okay, first of all, I agree with the budget. Because first of all, I'm on a budget. I have an entertainment budget. I got a grocery budget. I got a okay. play money budget. Okay? So, if you not, if it, if that is out of my budget, and I'm telling you, I'm trying to save for X, Y, Z, or just in general, I have a budget. Baby, respect just, it, or we, it, it's just, it is what it is. And don't hit me up when you see me. <laughs> don't hit me up after I done blew your phone up for two months, called you, text you, and all of a sudden that you see me in my glory, do you want to bring your mooching ass over here off of me? Nah, baby, I'm good. See, it costs money to date. And I do remember going out with one person, like, just years ago, and we went out. And I always make sure that whenever I go out, I always make sure to bring my own set of money just in case, just in case his car don't work, just in case I got to leave the day early, just in case he's cutting up, you never know. So we went out, he paid the first time, and then he texted me later on, and he said, you know, I had a really good time, he said, but next time we go out, could we go half or something, or you pay? Um, and I just said, you know what, you just killed the night, you killed the vibe and all of that. Now, I'm not a man, so I don't have to pay for dinners or whatever the case is, but... I do feel like, on one end, I feel like if you're going to ask me out, then you need to be paying for it. That's how I feel. 
But then again, I also respect the fact that if I'm not paying for it, I'm not about to be telling you what to do with your money. That's another aspect of it. So, I, But I'm also the person that when I go out, if someone wants to pay for me, I don't go overboard and try to get the most expensive thing. I'll be like, is it okay if I get this? Is it okay if I get that? So my mindset is, like you said, if you ask me, and I think you should pay for the first date. If we come to a mutual understanding that we want to continue to date each other and we want to do different activities, I have no problem with going half. First of all, the economy sucks. People are not getting paid what they should be getting paid. And shit's expensive. Let's just be real. Mm -hmm. Why not go half if you guys both agree, you know, that you like each other? What's the problem with that? Because at that point, it wasn't about her getting to know him. At that point, it was seeing, what can I get out of this situation? That's what that point was. And no, no, I'm just saying in general. No, 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 I know. I'm just saying, like, oh, okay, okay. a girl. Like, choosing to do that, like, that just shows what your intentions are and they aren't. And I can appreciate him from being like, nah, I'm good this. Right. I could appreciate him texting me saying, hey, you know, it's not in my budget this month, but maybe we can budget in next month. I'd be like, okay, cool. You know, that's fine. We can work something out where we can both budget to go here together. Or maybe I can go half with you on, on the place. Not just straight up go somebody because it wasn't in their budget. That's, that's fucking stupid. And again, this is why I thank God every day he made me a woman and not a man because I promise you I wouldn't pay for nothing. That's what's wrong with the dating world now. I was I just had a conversation with my friends about this a couple of days, like maybe a couple hours ago. I was like, do we even date people anymore? I mean, not right now in the middle of quarantine, but just in general. I feel like people meet people on social media and there are no more human interactions. It's no more dating. It's no more getting to know each other. Uh-huh. It's, it's more so of... Let's see what you put on Instagram. Let's see if you like my post. Let's see That's if you text me back. Like it's 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 all tra- like you said it's all transactions. But how do you really get to know somebody if you never really like sit down and look that person in the eyes over dinner, maybe some wine, because <laughs> I'm bougie, and you know get to know them. <laughs> I don't. I just I don't know. Like you know what? Maybe we should bring someone on. Like a guy and a girl and just talk about like dating of today because mm. I honestly God don't know. And I would love to know what goes through a man's mind when he decides, okay, I'm going to pay. And I don't ever want to break anybody's pocket, but I was always the one to be mindful of, even if it's not, wasn't my man or just going out with someone in general to say, Hey, let me take you out for lunch or whatever it is. I'd be like, okay, like I like to be mindful. Right. If there's a happy hour, I'm in there, like, oh, you know, let me live in a happy hour. Right. Cause I, now later on down the line, that's a little different. But, I mean, you know, we all ain't the same. We ain't from that. We ain't cut from the same cloth. We are not. <laughs> mm. Girl, it's been so much nice weather. I've seen so many black people standing out at the wharf with crabs, crab legs. Okay, seafood. and they're going to mess trying to catch coronavirus. You saw how they had to go ahead. They had to shut down the wharf however many weeks ago because it was too many people and it wasn't out there social distancing. Not at all. So I nope. call myself going into the giant because I wanted to get some shrimp to do shrimp and bro- garlic, shrimp and broccoli for dinner this week because I work. Girl, why is it a line? Because yeah, these people want to get crab legs. Girl, you know black people, we love some crab, shrimp, we do. Lots of tails. We love But seafood. I just feel like 
I, I am curious and I am a little bit concerned being that the weather is warm, being that we are coming up on Memorial Day weekend. Like, in some places are beginning to lift their bans. I know Maryland is going into phase one. But I am curious and I'm a little bit nervous because you can only keep people in the house for so long. And I totally, I think if it were in winter time, I could see people being a little bit more compliant. But being that it is getting nice, I, I don't know. I don't know. Because that one little nice day we had and the work opened up and everybody was out there. Wasn't nobody social distancing. No, not at all. Not even for Mother's Day. It was bad, girl. Jenna say, friend. Jenna say. Speaking of hot, it's too hot for me. I know I don't like the heat. I'm going to turn this fan on as soon as we finish. Oh, my God. It's hot. I, I cannot. Like, I literally cannot. Maryland is finally getting its ass together with the weather. It was cold. It was hot. It was cold. And now we don't have three consistent days of warmth. And I'm over it. Okay. I'm not complaining. Bed, I'm not complaining about the warmth, but I am complaining about the, the, the time frame. It didn't go from it went from forty six to eighty six real quick. Yes. Like it, it was no gradual change. There was no like traditional for, there was no right. traditional period for me to go ahead and get myself together. It was none of that. It was just like was boom, this is that. what y'all bitches wanted, this is what you gonna get. <laughs> Nothing. But speaking of warm weather, my music plug, um, it's called Chilling in the Traffic. Okay. Okay, and it's from uh, this guy I went to high school with, and he now lives out in the DMV area. His name is Zach, but it is spelled F-A-Q, and the song is called Chillin' in the Tropics. Okay, so are we done Make for sure today? Check it out. Child, I'm too hot to think, to talk. I should have been so dry today. It's hot. It's hot, friend. Okay. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share with all your friends, all your ratchet friends, your baby mamas, your baby fathers, your mother-in-laws, your grandpappy. Share it all. Share. Because <laughs> sharing is caring, but don't share your germs because the corona yeah, out here is real. put your mask on. Right. Wash your hands and your ass because it's getting hot. I don't want to smell you. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs> Oh!